It's Tom. It's Jake. You, you already, already know. It's pretty spot on. All right, ready? All right, first episode. Crazy. I know. This is we've been talking about this for a while. Yeah, we've been talking about doing a podcast for I feel like over a year now. Yeah. I've been hit up so many times about it. You already have a podcast. I do, yeah. Which is like the worst day ever, a film yeah, set. A little more story oriented. It's more like fun, story oriented, quick things. Um and but yeah, now finally we have our own podcast. I've been wanting to do a podcast. Yeah. Doing one with you. Like I would never do a podcast by myself, but like doing it with you, bringing in other people and guests, like I think 100%. it's going to be fun and cool. So. Yeah, I mean, I listen to so many like podcasts in general, not even like film ones. Yeah. Um and it's I think it'll be cool. Like I think the format of what we want to do is going to be unique where it obviously will be you and I riffing. Um, but also just kind of bringing in people in our circle and other like filmmakers and like-minded creatives to like really kind of share their stories and stuff too. Yeah. You know? And I think we have so much to offer too, like just as far as like information story, like we've done so much right from the, uh, you know, our career as filmmakers, but then the amount of businesses we've started and opened some that have flourished and some that have flopped that some yeah. people, some that people know about some totally. that people don't know about. So to like be able to dive into all of the business aspects of filmmaking, which I think so many people don't touch on. So many people just touch on, oh, what the new camera, oh, 8K, codec, 10-bit, like, and just talk gear and don't really talk about the other side of it, the business, the entrepreneurial side, the the behind the scenes, you know, just stories and information that we, I think, have a lot to, you know, share and add value to. And, 100%. Um, just with the setup, being able to do the podcast, the YouTube videos, the video component, bringing in guests that, you know, can relate, like even bringing in artists that can talk from the perspective of like filmmaking and working with directors and DPs and what they look for. And like, you know, just all the relationships we have, I think totally. we can do so much with all of that. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited to, yeah, no, to I'm get stoked. this cooking. I think for the first episode, it only kind of seems fitting to I do imagine a lot of people listening to this right now probably have some idea of who we are, but right. as this grows and scales, people might come back to this episode who have never heard of us or don't right. know like what we do individually. So I think this like first episode, it kind of seems fitting to like not only intro ourselves and what we do, but obviously since it's you and I hosting right. this, it'd be cool to like kind of maybe talk about maybe wind the clocks back to 2014 when like I first met you. you know so before I mean? we wind the clock all the way back, well, 2013. 2013, 2013. actually, yeah. So it was that eight, eight years, mm -hmm. eight years now. Let's just, yeah, who we are cool. and what we do currently. You go first. Oh, me first. Okay. Yeah, it's Tom Tom and Jake. So, Tom, take gotcha. the lead. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess in, uh, what is the phrase? In the long story short, or the long story short, yes, I am a Steadicam operator as of now. Um, but if yeah. you followed my journey, even like through the earlier videos with Jake, I did start out by shooting. Yeah. Know, I went to film school. I went to Chapman University. Met Jake somewhere in the mix of that time. Yeah. And yeah, I was basically on like a, a path to be a cinematographer and somewhere in that journey i kind of just like and we'll dive into this later oh, in the yeah. episode but i just like yeah. made a hard pivot and now i just operate so now i'm just like holding the camera steady handheld steady sticks yeah. all that kind of good stuff yeah but yeah i mean without getting kind of too in the weeds i've always been into filmmaking i mean probably like you high eight squad i had a little right. high eight growing up running around making like my favorite show as a kid was actually the show jackass and I literally, me and my, my brothers would like make ramps and jump over stuff. <laughs> and like, we would film it all on our high eight right. and I'd edit it on my like iMac. And I think it was kind of like in that journey of, 
it's funny. I always thought it was going to be kind of like a hobby and like, I always had in the back of my ear, like, oh, well, when are you going to get a real job? Or like, what do you, what do you really want to do? And in my high school, I was like fortunate enough to have like a media program where we like would go film all the, you know, football games and dances and we would edit them and show the school like on a live bulletin. And like, I mean, that's, that's where, like the same kind of thing. For yeah. Me, and that's when it like kind of became yeah. real where I was like, oh, maybe I can like really do this. And then, you know, from there moved to LA and yeah, met you, you know, essentially. Well, so currently, I mean, we were, we were talking about like who we are, what we do now. Yeah. Not a DP anymore. Yeah. Steady cam op. Yeah. But you're also, you know, a business owner, 100%. you know, entrepreneur with me, co-owner in various businesses from, you know, Prism Lens Effects, Tropic Color, our film studios. Um, and just, I would say you're even kind of a partner now in like the production company aspect of things, like in a way, you yeah. know what I mean? Just like every shoot that like basically comes my way that Buff Nerds Productions does or runs, like you're a part of it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, and then, yeah, now this podcast and just, you know, we have some other things on the table and whatnot, but yeah. So maybe give me like your little intro. I mean, you can kind of wind it back to maybe like when you first picked up the camera, no, but like well, lead it up till today, you know? Well, so, I mean, for those that, you know, don't know who I am, I would just say I'm a, you know, filmmaker, director, uh, entrepreneur. That's like the simplest way of putting it, but I've done a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm into real estate. I was at one point a YouTuber and I guess now we still are with the videos I put out and now this YouTube channel and everything we'll be doing with this and uh, entrepreneur and starting multiple film businesses from, you know, with you, Tropic Color, Prism Lens Effects, uh, the different film studios we have, BN Locations and you know, and I still direct, edit music videos, commercials, films, you know, writing a feature, you know, some feature scripts right now, all that stuff. So that's what I do. You know, that's what you do. But yeah, taking it back. I mean, it's the same kind of story, just like picked up a camera, young height squad. Yeah. And then which turned into mini DVs, which turned into the doing videos for the school pep rallies, 100%. which turned into like, these videos are so sick. Like you should make videos for a living. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh yeah, I should go to film school. I film school. Just, you know what I mean? And, and a lot of people have heard my story and maybe that's a time, you know, a different episode where we 100%. really dive into it, but that's kind of my journey, which ultimately led me to like, as soon as I graduated film school and at ASU, it's like, all right, I got this degree. This is what I want to do. I had built a strong following with the Buff Nerds YouTube channel already. And it was like, it was really starting to grow. I was getting hit up a lot for music videos. And it was like, all right, I just need to take the leap and move to LA. Yeah. Move to LA. And like, no, yeah, this is where kind of our paths cross is literally... I moved into my loft and I don't know, within a month or two, maybe three tops. I don't even think that that long. Uh, we crossed paths yeah, with yeah. the music video that we shot in my loft. I feel like that'd be a cool story to share. Yeah. Too, a so bit. you just, you kick it off with that yeah, story. So How'd that even ca I, come about? I, yeah, no. So for sure. I, so I'd been shooting with a band. They're called Radical Something. Yeah. And if you go to look them up, I don't think they exist anymore. Yeah. RP. The video never came out too, by the way. Yeah. Which it was honestly a, would be really cool to our, show. Our first video ever together. Yeah. It'd be sick to show. I don't even have the video file anymore. I know. Like, you I were can't. like notorious in the era of just like deleting footage. <laughs> like right I away. was. I was so bad at that. Um, but yeah. So I was shooting with this band and at the time of shooting with them, we were like shooting in Malibu, kind of like some sunset shots. And they had mentioned that 
they were doing another video the next day with like because, a different crew. Because I had already shot like a couple things for them that, cause I shot everything myself with like my Sony FS 700. Yeah. I had just upgraded to that camera, like maybe a year prior and was shooting all my music videos totally. on that. I had shot a little something for them on that. They loved the video. And so they wanted to shoot another video. Yeah. Case in point, the day before that video, you had shot something with them, yeah. which, but I think it's worth mentioning. I was shooting the video prior to us linking right. on a Scarlet. I had red just Scarlet. purchased. For those a, that don't know what a Scarlet is, it's a red camera. Yeah, red one Scarlet. Of the it's like one of the OGs. Like, I mean, without getting too in the weeds, it was like kind of their cheaper version. Like how today has the Komodo yeah. where it's an, like an easier price point to get into a that. red system. It was that. Uh, it still had its limitations, which we'll get into. But was shooting that video with Radical Something the day prior. They were seeing the playback, looking at the red, like, oh, wow, this quality is crazy. And as you mentioned, you only had an FS700, right. which was cool, but I think it was still 1080. Yeah. It had some other limitations. I think it was 4K. It just, yeah. I mean, there's a brand name associated with red, too. Yeah. And so they were but. like, yo, like, we're going to run it by this director, but like, it'd be cool. Like, we're going to try and get you on tomorrow or whatever. And I think they'd hit you or text yeah, you. Yeah. No, maybe. they texted me and were like, hey, we're shooting the video tomorrow at your place still. Like, is it cool if we bring this guy to like shoot the video on his red camera? And I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to have access to a red camera, shoot on a red camera. And, and ultimately it's like, I wasn't trying to be a DP. I was trying to be a director. So it was like, yeah, bring in this guy to shoot this video. Cool. Like, but yeah, that's, that's all I knew that someone was coming to shoot the video. Totally. And this is also in an era, which I think is worth mentioning in 2013, we're like, the like a red camera was still kind of like yeah. a little bit mysterious right yeah, you yeah. like saw that david fincher was using them it was kind of an elusive camera i think now if you're listening to this in 2021 or yeah. maybe even in the future red like cameras are kind of reds. common right like yeah. especially with the komodo people were able to get used ones like back then having a red was like oh that's crazy yeah. like, no that's why i was like exactly yeah no question like i wasn't like no i got it like i was like yes bring whoever this For guy sure. is and literally i never met you like you know no. nowadays if i was going to work with a new creative or a new director i would probably have a call with him yeah. go over the shot list i literally just like completely like walked in blind yeah. and i was like oh hey like nice to meet you yeah. and i don't think i've ever mentioned this to you but like i mean you definitely like, have loosened up a little since then but initially like you're you were very like serious like mostly now <laughs> Dude, if we're looking at the monitor and you like the shot you're like oh bro that's fire or whatever right back then like i remember lighting something and you're like okay yeah that's cool like we're never like would like, you would never <laughs> not that i was like seeking praise but like i remember that day i like, wasn't really sure if you were liking anything because mm. i was like he's not really reacting we're like i don't know, you know now yeah it's just funny like you know what's back, funny about that is my brother literally at our wedding in his speech as the best man, he talks about like, yo, like just talking about me and where I've come from. He's like, you know, I love my brother and he's just so much more relaxed now. Like he used to be so serious, take everything so seriously. And he's just much more like yeah. loose and relaxed now with everything. So that's funny you said that. Cause I, it's not something I was like really cognizant of. And for you to say that, like, yo, when I first met you, you were so serious. I mean, yeah. Eight years ago, yeah. that's referencing like that's straight out of college, whatever. Yeah. I was probably a very much more just like, not uptight, but just like serious. Well, like naturally not over as, the years you build a shorthand and you can, yeah. not that like your guard was up, but I definitely felt like, yeah, the first day was like a little like, okay, like just trying to navigate the, right. the creative situation. So we shot that video. But I think it's also worth mentioning that video. God, I wish we could show the footage. We got pretty weird with it. I remember yeah. you had Kino Flows, which mind you is kind of like, yeah. like how the red was like the Mac daddy camera of the time. Kinos were kind of like the go-to like soft light. Oh yeah. And you had those. And I remember you had gels for your Kinos because you couldn't do like RGB like these. Yeah, we came up in a time like, and I say that like it was so oh, long ago. We but came still. up in a time like even just eight years ago, like you couldn't, 
there was there was no like LED lights and you just instantly change the color and the intensity. It was like it was like you flip the light on, it's a light tube. You'd have to like no, get gels, cut the gels, hold like it you it was crazy. And so but yeah, we took the gels. Well, and the then blue we literally gel. held them over the lens and it was actually kind of fun because we like we, moved it. Well, I think the whole video was like one of the bandmates read, I think it was like Underwater. scuba diving or yeah. something. And like we were just get like there's a sandbox, like yeah. it was like a studio beach day. Yeah. But like we were like, yo, should we try this? And I remember like I was like, Oh, this is tight. Like we I've never done it since so yeah, I don't know yeah. if it really looked that good but we took a blue gel and literally put it over the lens and just like kind of kind of like yeah. made it look like a water layer or yeah. something but yeah. no i mean we had a good time on that video and i guess just to close that out like video was good off of the footage and upon leaving it was kind of like yo like this was fun like i know. remember what and i don't know sometimes like you have memories and you're not sure if it's like it was it's been so long you're not sure it's true now i personally remember you saying like hey like this was fun like you know i go to film school at chapman like i had this camera I, i'm just i want to shoot more music videos i'm trying to get yeah. into like i'm trying to get into DPing. like i have this red camera now so any projects you have yeah. any projects like i'm down to shoot them and i was like sick and like immediately brought you onto this great and square one that i did yeah, yeah. around the same area and just like i started then a futuristic one that thing which if, if you're an OG like buff nerds fan like that was an early video me and Tom did together uh, with futuristic and we used uh yeah that was a fun one too but we just started you literally like became my instant well, what DP. was so cool about that was it was like the perfect synergy because this was like right when your YouTube channel was really starting to pop off yeah and I was going to Chapman meeting a ton of people ACs gaffers steadicam ops so like as I was leveling up my like knowledge as a cinematographer I feel like in ways it kind of like impacted our videos and yeah. you know like I remember yeah that thing like we had Cooper come out and do, did Steadicam. Like yeah, those were like the yeah. early times where like our videos were kind of leveling up as we both yeah, grew. Yeah, all of a sudden you know? on you know the Buffner's YouTube channel where we grew a pretty big following for like the independent music videos and mu music artists and and also just filmmaking stuff. All of a sudden we went from these, or I went from like this like dope editing Sony FS 700 super slow mo cool stuff to like all of a sudden most of it handheld tripod whatever to all of a sudden like steady cam red sick lenses floating around lens flares like oh, yeah. and all of a sudden it's just like the videos just went boom instantly and we yeah we just started shooting everything together and like since then we've probably shot i don't even know hundreds well that and was hundreds like the, of videos. i kind of look back at that that era because i try to do my best like whenever i have like a final quick time i don't know if you guys are the same I have a hard drive and it's like 2017 and all the final quick times from that year or yeah. whatever. And I remember I had a folder for 2013, 14, 15, like the first few years we worked together. And I think the 2014 folder, because uh, I think 2013 we did a few. It was like, I mentioned yeah, yeah. August of 2013. Yeah, so it was right at the end, the end of, of 2013. But um, 2014, I think there was close to like 100 videos that's in that crazy. folder. And there was times- And that's just the ones me and you did. Like yeah. there was still stuff I did separate and outside of that. Oh, yeah. So like literally, I mean, if you break it down, like probably the amount of videos we actually did or that you did outside of even me or the ones we did together, like we probably damn near like every other day like made a video per the amount of days in a year sure you know what i mean totally. like with all the projects you were working on the stuff i was working on the stuff yeah. we did together but yeah hundreds There's even of times videos. i think like artists were like hey could we do two videos in one day and we would like go shoot in an abandoned mall for a half a day then go over to fat eye studios shout yeah. out brian and shoot at like a warehouse location and not walk away with like two videos well in like 2015 i think is when we did the three videos in one day for futuristic yeah. which we have a vlog on the buffner's channel of and 
there were like three solid music videos that we literally shot all in one I know, day. but if you even just told that to somebody, they'd be like, oh, that's ludicrous. But yeah. like, I mean, we just kept it simple. I think some of them were maybe single takes. So yeah. like the concept was a little bit more, I mean, I don't know. I, I forget which ones. No, it was the one with Lexi Pantera. Um, oh, do it. That, it was, those were three pretty big ones. Yeah, it was do it. Then it was the one like no service where that's like the upstairs party, which now that place is completely oh, yeah. taken it's like down. An LA it's like loft now. Now it's lofts and stuff. Um, and then there was one other one too. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I think it was like going down up and down the hallways and stuff. Oh yeah. That one was a little more simplistic, but yeah, that wasn't, um, that wasn't a one take, but yeah, three videos in one day. That's crazy. crazy. But yeah. So, I mean, that was the start of our relationship, but it it came from like your initiative of like, yo, I just want to shoot videos. I'm like, cool. I need someone to shoot videos. I wasn't even like, Hey, my rates, this, right. If you can't afford me, don't call me. Yeah. I don't think you, it was never even about money for me. Uh -uh. It was kind of like the experience leveling up with you. I like, think we clicked our work ethic and that's something we'll touch on. Do you remember if I was paying, I had to have been paying, I think I maybe made, I think you did cut me a check for like 250 bucks. Yeah. 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 And back then, I mean, I was like, uh, mind you, that was, I was like, Oh, perfect. You know, I, but some people I think kind of use money as a sort of threshold if they're going to work or not. And I think if you're at like a, I mean, without getting kind of too into it, I definitely was like, I, there was even moments where you would ask me like, Hey, what are you doing next Wednesday? I got a video. And I, I remember, cause I was like, I, years later, I was like, Oh man, I don't think I ever really asked him. Oh, what's the rate? No, I don't think it was always just did. like, cool. I'm there. And then it was kind of always a mystery, like of what the check would be. And it was yeah. like, that was less important. Like what I feel we like that's that always been our relationship. Uh, I mean, more recently, I think we've been more like, but I think we've always just been like, yo, it doesn't even matter. Like, I know you got me. I got you. Like it's, yeah. it's all going to be good, which is a, I mean, I feel like I it's think pretty back rare then to find. Too, you know, sure, money's great. Got to pay rent bills. But for me, it was just like yeah. more important. Like, oh, I, I was more stoked. Sometimes I'd even like forego the rate so we could get lenses yeah, or yeah. whatever. You know what it's I mean? It's like the the time, your worst day ever when we rented those, <laughs> yeah. those anamorphic lenses. We'll have and to talk about you, that later. You messed it all up. Yeah. Um, no, but like, I think that's like case in point. Because if you would have came to me and like, I mean, I'm just still trying to get my directing career still off the ground. And those budgets for those videos weren't any, like they're just independent artists that were like, yo, I got 1500 bucks. Yeah. And if you were like, yo, man, my, my DP rates 500, 750, I would have been like, dude, like, I'm not even going to make that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for and sure. I got to direct, edit, produce. So yeah, would it, we literally, we might not have this relationship today that would have spawned into everything we do together. And, yeah. you know, because of your, you know, your initiative to be like yo anything let me know i'm not worried about rates blah blah blah. like we're able to build so much together yeah. and build so many businesses and just it's led to so much because you weren't just like ah yeah rate snob you're like yo i just want to work yeah. i want to meet people i want to create dope things i want to build my reel i want to build my resume and let's see where this goes and it's, totally yeah it's gone some pretty and cool it's crazy spots. i mean you really look at the the kind of discography if that's the correct Dis- term yeah discography discography <laughs> Um, but you know, just like all of it laid out and it's like, cause it's funny in recently we made like a course for all the cinematography stuff we do. Right. And I kind of like, it was like a little bit sentimental cause I'm going through all these old hard drives, like looking for, I'm talking about backlights. I was like, Oh, there must've been a video we shot in that backlight, span time yeah. that used backlight. And it was like kind of going through like memory lane of like, Oh my God, Jeez, like, yeah, look at that. And then I'd look at the BTS and be like, wow, like what was my hair doing or <laughs> look at like how janky my red looked or like, it's just cool to see the evolution, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, and what's cool is like, we, I don't know if too many other filmmakers to my knowledge that have like really documented the process. So like you kind of having your channel kind of force you to document the process. So yeah. like, I think there's like a really cool, like kind of 
uh, journey that you can kind of look back on. I even go back like and a look time at some capsule. of our old, yeah. yeah, and it's just like, oh wow, like that's what LUTs you were using in 2012. That's what like lenses we had in 2012. Like it's kind of actually cool to like go back and watch some of those videos. Well, I think videos. even just documenting our whole process, you know, and it, that's why I'm still even to this day, like I always kind of want to document and put stuff together is because it, yeah, it is like cool to look back on, but it's like, you never know how you can use all that stuff. Like you're saying for the, the learn cinematography course that we built, where we were able to pull from so all the way back to when we first met and we're shooting videos yeah. and pull references and show things. So we were able to like build out a more robust course for people wanting to learn film because we documented our journey and had all these, you know, extra clips and footage that like, you know, we documented. And, and so, yeah, it's, no, hundred percent crazy journey. So yeah, and we man. still have lots of things in the works and plans, but you know, for the future. Yeah, but, definitely. And um, hopefully, this podcast is a, another another. Oh, hopefully, we look back at this and be like, dude, remember when we started this podcast, like in our prism warehouse, and it's like now. Nah, I don't know. know if these cameras can really see it, but it really is just a table from IKEA, two sound blankets <laughs> I got online, and yeah. like, hey, look. I mean, it's really case in point that you don't need like that much to do something right right um, that's something so. i've always kind of like admired about just like the choices we've made is like sometimes people will stand on the edge of a cliff you know cliff being metaphor for right. a decision and just think on it and i know people in my life where they kind of spend so much time analyzing the cost benefit or do i pull the trigger and yeah. i understand that money sometimes can be a barrier to starting something but right. I think we were literally talking about this. I kid you not, like maybe a week ago. Right. And I and just Amazon just primed this and like. No, flew. we got, we hopped on it. We've talked about it for a long time. No, yeah, but, but we've like been, actually doing it, you know. Uh, but we've been so busy with a lot of stuff. And then I think, yeah, I called you and was just like, yo, let's pull the trigger on this podcast. Let's just do it. Um, you know, we finally have a moment to breathe where we can like take this on. And yeah, you were just like, bro. I built this car. Is this cool? I'm like, run it. And yeah. you like Amazon it to my house. And like, you've drove into town and we set it up in a day. And now we are here. We are recording, you know, episode number one. So yeah, I mean, I think that's a testament to just like everything we've done. It's never, bro. I was telling someone this the other day, like I've never been like one that's like breaks down numbers and I have got a, a balance sheet and I'm like, Oh, this would work if we do this and like, Oh, projection. And like, it's like not really a business plan guy. It's more of like, Hey, do you know is this something i want to do would i enjoy it two do i think other people would enjoy it or get value or information or just like something out of it and then like three like could it is there potential with this and it's like yeah 100%. if it checks all those boxes like yeah absolutely same thing with like prism it's like something we wanted to do and that we already like kind of did but wanted our own solution two it's like other people will want or need this if we want or need it and three it was just like can where's the potential is there like oh yeah there's definitely a lot of potential here and just the industry and so it's like boom checked all the boxes totally. so we just jumped and went for it which that story is a crazy story just the start of prism lens effects in general which yeah. we'll dive into on a whole episode, another episode but yeah. i think kind of uh if we're talking about just the different you know from us meeting, meeting and the first instance there i think it'd be kind of fun to mention like what really like uh like kind of sparked the light bulb for our first company, which was Tropic. And that could also be another episode, but I guess I wanted to touch on the the manual that we wrote yeah. because that was something that kind of similar to the earlier video work where I was like, hey, like we should do this. Like I know you already did it, but like right. now we've leveled up so much since you like released the first one. And that was like for me, the first like digital product. Yeah, because I, I was already doing digital products yeah. because when I first started YouTube and people asked me, how do you shoot your videos? How do you 
you know, color your videos. And so I made my JOP super duper video manual. Um, shout out to Kyle for, you know, being the inspiration for that name, but then selling my LUTs and presets and yeah, book on how I'd shoot my videos and kind of did all that. And then you wanted to do, you know, like a newer revised version because of our new collaboration of all yeah, the videos I mean, we shot, which exactly. we then made the, the, you know, the new buff nerds, uh, video manual like guide on how we just did and shot everything and Which, just yeah, like we use all the bts dude stills. that book is sick it's i still really like cool. i'll flip through it today and i'm like this thing's sick like it's funny great. story on that i had like a really jank macbook that had like maybe two gigs of ram and i was like using keynote to design it and I can't tell you how many times my keynote just like crashed, crashed like in like, the making of it. But, and like, uh, you're like, yo, we should release it before Christmas. It's like December 19th. <laughs> I'm like going through, um, there's been many instances where I've been like up to the wire. I'm trying to finish it, but yeah. no, I, that was kind of like the light bulb moment for, I think tropic color, which right. we started in January. So if that was December, yeah. because I remember the I did 2016, really, 2016. Yeah. yeah. So 2017 yeah. is when we started Tropic. Yeah. But I remember like it was like the holidays and you just like randomly PayPal'd me like $2,000. I'm like, what? He's like, oh yeah, this is like, you know, your commission sales. for yeah. the sales. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, and that's, I mean, still so to you, me right now. I don't now, even think you told me that story. So that was that the light bulb moment of like, bro, we got to do more. I, yeah, that had to have been, right? Yeah, because yeah. I remember I came out later in January. You were the one actually who mentioned like, hey, I... I think it'd be cool to like kind of start something. Yeah. We didn't even have the name Tropic Color. I think I maybe had bought that domain name just on a whim one day because I was like, oh, it'd be cool to like have like a little like color so inside what, business. So or something. what happened is I think you got hit with that money and were like, yo, I want to do something. Yeah. And you brought it up like, yo, we got to do something. And I was like, well, I've been wanting to like do something more. Like I think we could build like better flare. Like I already bought some products from like, there wasn't really companies out there making stuff. There were like high-end companies making plugins like Red Giant or whatever. I think at that time too, that's all like subscription-based. Subscription so it's like, based. unless you want to be paying like $400 a year, it's like, oh, exactly. you can't just buy like one asset. And I was using some flares from their stuff, like overlays to like layer in my videos. I was like, these aren't that great. I was like, yeah. I could make better stuff than this and make it cheaper. Cause it was like, yeah, $400 a year subscription. It was like, bro, like as a broke kid trying to make it, it's like, that was so much money. Yeah, And so... I was like, yo, we can make lens flares and do these grain overlays and things that I already use and I knew we could make. And and that's when you brought it. We're like, yo, I randomly own or bought this domain <laughs> yeah. named Tropic Color. Well, in my head, like I was kind of like dabbling with color. I wouldn't call myself like a you know senior colorist by any means. Right. But I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to like color my own work. And I was like trying to also make like side income. I was like, oh, that's like a cool name. I don't know where I came up with it, but bought the domain for like 10 bucks on GoDaddy. Right. So that was already like sitting in my like GoDaddy arsenal. And then like when you're like, oh, like we can make our own like LUTs and color. I was like, I own this domain name. Like, run right. it. And run like it. that was it. And, and yeah, dude, made the it. first site on Squarespace. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of crazy to like see just even like where that company's gone. Cause yeah, yeah. 2017, that's like, four years not ago? that long coming ago up on five years? i mean yeah coming up on five years so we'll, we'll be having our probably five-year anniversary come this next what january, january february yeah that's cool we gotta do some big stuff for That'd that cool. maybe do some and just cool even giveaways. like the evolution of that company has been cool because if yeah. you like i wish i had a screenshot of the original squarespace oh, it was I like I don't know. I don't want to say jank because we were doing at our at that time the best that we knew how. Yeah. But if you look at like the, you know, we're on Shopify now, it just everything feels so elevated, which right. is cool. And right. maybe who knows, five years from now, we'll look at our current and I'm like, oh my God, that was yeah. so whack. But no, that's kind of always been the juncture of how we made this podcast, how we made Tropicolor, how we made, you know, yeah. a lot of what we've done is we've just come together. And I think a lot of you people know. actually ask about that dynamic of like, 
working with your friend because i think that gets up brought up a lot is like how to do business with friends because they say to not do that you have to have the same temperament and i think me and you have the same temperament when it comes to work and creating yeah one our tastes are like the same i feel like we have similar tastes and just styles of work and looks but you work the same way i work like you just always having ideas always down to work and create it's never like I'm carrying all the load and you're just like not really doing anything. Cause that's where that divide happens. We're like, bro, I'm doing everything. You're not. And you have yeah. these people that battle cause they don't have that same work ethic, that same drive, that same creative fire, the same taste. They might battle over like, no, that's trash. Like, no, this is the way it should be. Like, Every time you send me something, I'm like, bro, that's fire. That run it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and vice versa. So no, I think we just has are like to the, align for sure. Yeah. Uh, so if you have a friend and you're maybe listening to this and like, yeah. oh, like I wonder how their dynamic works. It works solely on the fact that we both have an energy and ethic of just chasing something. There's never been times where I found that you were like just sitting back collecting a check or vice right. versa. We're right. always both. And that's what's really cool about being in business with somebody because you check boxes that I don't have and vice versa. Yeah. I remember when Tropic came about, I was more doing like the... Uh, back initially end. the emails, the servers, the back end, the website design, you were doing a lot of the front facing stuff like the Instagram, the outreach and growing editing buff nerds brand. Yeah. So there's like, what's cool is like you ideally when searching for a business partner, ideally it's someone you get along with, but they're also checking different boxes yeah, than you. hundred percent. Cause if you been, were the same person as me yeah. and were, you know, did all the marketing video editing things as me, but we didn't have anyone to do the website and the back end and the servers and figure that out. Like, yeah, like, we would have no company like no, so it's like we i think we just yeah man it's just been a match made in heaven really no, and, it's been it's been perfect and yeah. it's been cool to like just grow together and level up together yeah. and yeah i mean it's a it's a really cool feeling to like look back at that journey and kind of i mean dude who knows we still what got we'll, so much more to go like i we mean still even have being so many in ideas. this prison lens effects warehouse we've yeah. had this only a year and I, I do think I want to save Prism Lens Effects as its own episode, yeah, yeah, but for sure. even that story is crazy. Like how we, I mean, that will for sure. It's got to be its own episode. That that story is wild and like never thought it would become what it become. Never intended it to be that. Oh, like yeah. it just was like yeah, we got it. Yeah, we, we won't touch on it too much. Yeah. But anyways, that no, might be a good good end mark. What do you feel about that? I think so. Good? I mean, I just I thought this would be a cool episode to set up the format. Yeah. I mean, it is called Quick Take. So yeah. if you're listening to this, this is going to be roughly the length, you know, 20 to 40 minutes. I yeah. I feel like when you're driving somewhere and you put on a podcast, yeah. you know, I like to put on a podcast as I'm going to set to get inspired. And it's sometimes hard to get inspired when the whole narrative of the podcast is like three plus hours. Yeah. yeah. And I just sometimes have to like, I forget when I like get back in the car. to re so, Yeah. Pull that back so up. So this is yeah. a quick take we're gonna do a quick take on a slew of things you know from different topics cameras ideas yeah, i think you know so. exactly it's gonna be it's, we're gonna talk about filmmaking we're gonna talk about the art we're gonna talk about gear we're gonna you know reference old videos bring up stories we're gonna bring guests on but we're gonna talk about the business entrepreneurial stuff you know stuff that will help in you know inspire you guys and and just break down like our biggest successes our biggest failures and just really dive into more than just like oh yeah, this new camera 4k, like talking about like, we're just going to, it's going to be so in depth just from the whole creative business side of just things in general. And I think it, I think it'll help a lot of people. Yeah. Genuinely I do. So, so. if you are listening to this, uh, there also is a video version. Yeah. Uh, I think it's worth mentioning. Yes, sir. Uh, the YouTube channel, we'll probably link it. I have the ability to like have a show note. So okay. if you actually scroll down this podcast, you'll see a link for it. I know nothing about podcast, Tom. Yeah, man. It's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah, I guess. of see? course. 
the yin and the yang right yeah, there. Right? You know what I'm saying? And then on YouTube, we'll have a link to where you can subscribe to this. Yes. This video, this will be a video on YouTube. We got a YouTube channel where we'll post the you know video podcast, but we'll also be doing like YouTube videos where we sit and talk about gear or things that True. came out. Maybe we talk about a movie and like a new fire movie that came out. Yeah. We break it down and talk about why we like it from the cinematography to the art. Like there's just going to be so much dope stuff that we do with this. Yeah. I'm excited. No, a long so. time in the making. So it was cool to like get the first one. Yeah, to, to yeah. do it finally. So, but yeah, that pretty much closes out our first quick take with Tom and Jake. Got a chance to meet us, learn about our journey, how we met. And yeah, I mean, we're going to be coming out with these pretty much weekly, obviously. Yeah, as filmmakers, we may get pulled onto a shoot for a week or so. So there might be little gaps here and there, but the goal and intention is to come out with these very frequently, ideally yeah. every week. And yeah. yeah, you can follow us at Quick Takes Tom and Jake on yeah apple Podcasts or wherever you want to see listen to these things youtube as well and yeah i mean i think that kind of closes us out appreciate you guys for watching make sure you know if you're on youtube go check us out subscribe like comment ask us questions on topics you want us to see you know cover like in the comments throw out comments there and we will genuinely read the comments and take them to heart so that we have you know topics that we can like talk about that you guys want to see and then uh yeah and listen to us and follow the podcast i don't know how it works you just follow a podcast on apple podcast and subscribe stuff. i really don't listen to podcasts like that so yeah you know but, but cool anyways i'll see you guys on the next one all right guys peace yeah.